Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. Welcome to Postcast. The Utah Jazz fall to the Houston Rockets. 111-102 was the final. Interesting game because the score would lead you to believe it was kind of an up-tempo go-get-em game. It was not. It was The Jazz played this at their pace. It was very slow, methodical. Uh, at times, probably too slow for what the Jazz would like, uh, the way some of the things went. bunch of guys had pretty good nights, but the Rockets got up early, and they are a hard team to come back from. They are good. They went to 8-5 and five on the year. Uh, they are 8-2 and two when they lead up to 3. They are my favorite to be the fourth pick in the fourth spot in the West. That's how I picked it at the beginning of the year. I saw nothing to believe. Otherwise, in fact, I saw things to make me believe they're better than that because Clint Capella is good, and I didn't realize he was that good. Uh, the, the Rockets were impressive today. The Jazz fall short. David Locke along with Ron Boone here on Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And, Ron, those, that's my quick summary. I guess I'll get yours. Well, uh, I see why they wanted to move uh, Howard because they wanted Capella. They saw something in him. I think he is really, really improving, and, and all he needs is, is minutes out there on the floor. And he'll get much, much better. His offensive moves around the basket are, I think, encouraging because I think he can play just a little bit bigger, uh, and, and, and really get the job done. I think what's really helped this basketball team is the style of play, and also what's helped them is Eric Gordon coming off the bench. Well, Patrick Beverly returns for the Rockets, and the biggest weakness they've had all year long goes away. The Rockets have been just terrible this year when James Harden is on the bench. They have been outscored by 20-plus points per 100 possessions. Their offense has been 30 points per 100 possessions, less good. And today, when Harden's on the floor, the Jazz outscored the Rockets. The Rockets were outscored when Harden was on the floor, but when Harden was off the floor, they were plus 11. And that's where this game swung, is that the Rockets' depth with Gordon and Beverly playing together in those moments was able to outdo the Jazz. Well, again, you know, without Beverly for the first part of the season, it's kind of hard to... to to tell how good this team can be um, without hard without Harden on the floor. I mean, Beverly's really going to help. He, he's a very good three-point shooter, probably an underrated three-point shooter because they seem to leave him open quite a bit, and he knocks the shots down. He'll pick the pace up for them uh, when uh, when Harden's not on the floor. And they're, they're, I, I agree with you. I think they're going to get better. Rodney Hood ended up dropping 25 today. He was quiet. At one point I said he hasn't taken any shots, and then he exploded in the fourth quarter today trying to bring the Jazz back. Rodney had 15 points in the fourth quarter. Going into the fourth, Rodney had only taken six shots. He was really not a factor in the game. Hayward was struggling. Trey Lyles was carrying the load at that point for the Jazz. Going into the fourth, he had 19 points. And then Rodney really got rolling in the fourth. Well, I think what really helped, he started knocking down a couple of people's three for five in the three-point range and ended up going five for seven in the fourth quarter for 15 points, as you just mentioned. But, you know, he can put some points on the board in a hurry. I mean, especially when he gets a chance to play with the basketball, uh, get within range. And, and when the clock is running down, I never worry about him giving a comfortable shot off because he can usually do it. Jazz made a little switch the other day with Joe Johnson, where he is now playing 12 consecutive minutes or so in each of his shifts to try to get him in better flow. It worked again. Nine points, three rebounds, three assists. Back-to-back good games for Joe Johnson. Yeah. 
four for eight from the, from the field. I, I kind of like that 20, 23 minutes, you know, and, and you just get a chance to, to get in the basketball game, and, and, and I think that's really going to help him going forward. You know, you're looking at a guy that's uh, been used to starting, a guy that's been used to playing starter minutes at, at 33 and 34, 35 minutes of ball game, and you just can't uh, just totally cut a guy's minutes and have him playing in stretches of, of five and six minutes. And, and I think it's going to be effective for the Jazz. All right, there are three areas that are a bit disconcerting in a loss. Those happen. Obviously, this team is very shorthanded right now, and so they may be attributing to some of them, but let's walk through with some of them. The one that has me the most concerned is the for- fact they forced just four turnovers today. They will probably slip into the bottom five in the NBA in forcing turnovers. They tw- were 15th last year. They're 22nd in the league coming in today. I'm going to guess they're 25th or 26th after only forcing 4% of possessions into turnovers today. You cannot be a good defensive team in the NBA if you're not forcing some turnovers. You just I don't care how good you are at everything else. It's part of the game. You you can't be a good defensive team if you only force 4.7% of possessions into turnovers. And they are much less aggressive forcing turnovers right now. And I wonder, is it personnel? Is it systematic? What is taking place in your mind of why the turnovers are not there? Well, it all starts with, with defense and how aggressive you are defensively and, and how you position yourself defensively, forcing teams into, into poorly thrown pass and you know, all those kinds of things. We watch uh, Quinn Snyder work on defensive schemes and work on defense in practice. They're just not translating that into, uh, in, in, into basketball games. There are teams in this league, David, that seasons – depend on forcing turnovers defensively and they, they force turnovers they get out and run they score off of those off of those turnovers the jazzers are not doing that i know this it is a concern of of the jazz you can tell that by watching practice how much they work on it jazz are a star player gordon hayward 11 of 42 in his last three games we're not going to win we've lost all three it's not a surprise not to put it on gordon but Let's not kid ourselves. If your best player goes, or one of your best, you know, your lead dog offensively, particularly without George Hill and Derek Favors, there's no question he he and Rodney are the two guys. If he goes 11 of 42 over a three-game stretch, you'd be surprised if you win any of them. And particularly if you're injured, you're not going to win many of them. So what does he have to do to get out of this? Well, I just keep playing, keep shooting, uh, keep getting to your spots. I mean, it, it'll come around. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm concerned. But I'm, I'm not overly concerned because, you know, he, he works very, very hard at his game. He'll get it back. I mean, his sweet spots aren't even sweet right now. He's, <laughs> he's 2 of 16 from the angle right 3, which is where he's always been over 40%. And believe me, it's eating away at him, too, because he knows where his sweet spots are. He knows when he's, he's in a rhythm and he gets to that spot that it's money. When it doesn't fall, as I mentioned before the ball game, I pay a lot of attention to his shooting because he starts to – shooting and holding his follow through and, and making sure he's coming going straight up straight I mean all of those little things that that you work on uh, growing up to make you a good shooter if he start you see him start to work on those things then he's starting to starting to worry about you it. made a really great point the other night on the pregame that you thought he worked too long in the yeah. pregame and knowing Gordon he was probably working to try to find his shot like a guy on a driving range who just stays there at some point you're on the range for too long you, you thought he left a little bit in the workout. I didn't notice today what he did. You don't have the same freedom on the road as you do at home. But, I mean, he's grinding. He's really grinding. And, and yes, you're absolutely right. Before the ball game, he was working very, very hard on, on – um uh, and trying to get ready for for the game against Chicago, uh, even to the to the point where he was playing a little one on one. And, and you know, Gordon's a worker. I mean, he's going to work hard for you. He, he's going to stay in the basketball game. He wants he just doesn't want to be good, David. He wants to be great. 
and things like this have to really be eating away at him when it, when it doesn't uh, when it's not working for him. With the injury to George Hill, Dante Exum is pretty important to the Jazz. He was minus 18 in eight minutes the other. Excuse me. He was min- he's been positive for just about every night recently, and then he was minus I think about 18 in 19 minutes tonight. He finishes. He, they got a little twist at the end. He finishes minus 19 in 27 minutes. So the Jazz were outscored by 19 points tonight when Dante's on the floor. What? That, that's a surprise. Dante's been kind of the guy we've always thought of as a plus-minus guy, even though he's not putting up big numbers. W- what's happening there in your mind? Yeah, that's surprising, man. I'm going to have to watch this a little closer, David, because he's probably the only one that's really aggressive trying to get to the basket, but I think he holds on to the basketball maybe just a little long and takes them out of their offense. And, and at a point guard, you get into the offense and, and, and then play from, from, that, from that point on. And I think he's maybe holding the basketball just a little bit too long as, you, as, as your point guard on this team, especially when your score is, is Gordon uh, and Rodney Hood, you know, that type of thing. Might be an anomaly on the other end in the sense that uh, he was positive the last few games. It's not certainly not a trend, but it was a big number tonight, so it took a little bit of an eye-opener. Eye Jazz fall, 111-102 to the Rockets. They have lost three in a row, and we head to De- Denver to play tomorrow. Uh, hopefully we have better flight luck. Our flight was delayed by five hours yesterday. We got here at midnight, so we will hope that this does not happen to us on our way to Denver. That is Postcast. Have a good night and be safe. This is Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.